Johnny Mathis, hoping that you've discovered my choice for beautiful music. Buckaroo Holiday. I know, Johnny. I know. They all. We all know. Everybody's here. They've all discovered it. They're here. All right. But thanks for the intro there. Uh, I know the show means a lot to you. It's a revelation um, for a lot of us. Yeah, I get that a lot. Uh, everything's cool. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So is this show going to deal with the beautiful music radio format? No, I'm not going to do that. I'll talk about it, but I'm not... It's not what it is. It's a commission from Mark, who previously commissioned a show that we did on children's music that was on the Patreon, one of my favorite shows that I did here. And he just wanted a show about beauty. That was all he said. That was the entire purview. Beautiful. Beauty. Do with it as you will, he told me. So I shall. It's kind of easy in a way because beauty is what attracts me to things. I'm certainly pro-self-expression, God knows. Uh, and that can include all kinds of things, but I'm not attracted to any kind of work because of the statement it makes. That may be something you get from it later, but beauty is the first thing. It's the first thing, and it's the most lasting thing. I'm not one of those comfort the afflicted, afflict the comfortable types. I think that's like bullshit, and it just makes people feel like they're doing something important. I think doing something beautiful is doing something important. Stuff can contain all kinds of personal statements or comments on the world or anything, really. But um, beauty is primary for me, you know. It's just me. What can I say, you know? But that can mean a lot of things, is that right? Sometimes uh, you want a lot of sugar. Sometimes you want a lot of vinegar, you know. And uh, It's all down to personal taste, certainly. And my personal taste evolves all the time. That beautiful music radio format... It used to sicken me. I have very specific memories. One was being in a barbershop with my dad, and there was this kind of Roger Williams or Peter Nero piano thing plinking around in the background. And I'm like, oh, God, I you know, hate that. But I also hated getting haircuts. Now I love the smells of the barbershop and all that. Then I remember one time my mom cleaning the house, and while she was doing it, listening to Beautiful Music Station, they were playing The Most Beautiful Girl in the World by Richard Rogers. Percy Faith type version of it and uh, God, I hated it. But expanding taste, nostalgia, all these factors. Now I have a lot of that music and I dig it. And you'll hear a lot of that in the background, but let's begin with Keith Jarrett putting a little vinegar in it and then the association sprinkling a lot of sugar on it. Welcome to Buckaroo Holiday. And thank you, Mark. Quiet is beautiful. KQYT, Quiet, FM 95, presenting the most beautiful music. Thank you. 
Available all day, every day, on Buckaroo Holiday. Yeah, now one of the things about Never My Love that's kind of interesting, I think, is the rhyme pattern is a little screwy. Tune has this great bridge that they use twice, and the first one goes, What makes you think love will end when you know that my whole life depends on you? And then the next time it goes, how can you think love will end when I've asked you to spend your whole life with me? See, it's, it's, it falls in a different place. Not that I'm trying to be a niggling pedant here. It's just interesting. But uh, the Idrisi brothers uh, wrote a great song there and it had that quirk in the lyric. Just thought I'd bring it up. Come on, back off, back off. But you know, what is quirky is often beautiful. 
And a good example of that I'm going to play in a couple of minutes, Antony and the Johnsons. Now, Antony Hegarty was the original name of an artist currently known as Anony. She is transgender. Did an album called I Am a Bird Now. I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, maybe longer. And I interviewed then Antony, who was one of the most pleasant, open-hearted, generous with her time artists I've ever talked to. And we talked a few times after that. Her ideas were original, and sometimes I'd be on a topic uh, I'd be writing about, and I'd give her a call and say, what do you think of this? And she was always fantastic about it. So thanks for that, Anony, whatever you're up to these days. I'll play a track called Bird Girl from I Am A Bird Now and uh, see what you think. I uh, think it's exceptional. But before that, I'm going to play a few things. I'm going to play Bobby Rydell in there, which has that nostalgia appeal to me. And I think it's just a beautiful 1960s pop record. Beautiful. Beautiful, see? And a version of a song I've already played on the show, Leonard Bernstein's Some Other Time. Also, Betty Comden and Adolph Green had a little to do with it. This is a concert version by William Sharp and Judy Kay. And uh, William Sharp I've seen perform in concert. He's a uh, magnificent baritone. And I think they do a beautiful stripped-down version here, just piano. If you like that operatic-type singing, you'll dig it. If you don't, well, stick with me. Because first you're going to hear some music that isn't obviously beautiful. It's a little strident. It's a piece for string orchestra by Henrik Goretzky. Some people say Gorecki, that's how it's spelled, but I think it's Goretzky. It's the middle movement of three pieces in the old style. And it reminds me of Peter Warlock music that I've played before, in that the fundamental material has a, an older feeling. But this is from 1962 or thereabouts, and it has the modern harmonies that I crave and love. Dig the end especially. Wow. So here's a set of different kinds of beauty.
ever dreaming of you He'll break your heart, you wait and see
Hey, you know what I think would be beautiful? A nice long block of music. Without my crap. I know some of you like my crap. There'll be plenty of my crap in your future, but, uh, but let's stretch out a little here. So I'll give you kind of a rundown of what you can expect to hear in this set. Not in the order you're going to hear it either. I'm just going to kind of randomly cover these tracks. Now, um, Mark, who commissioned this, turned me on to Public Service Broadcasting, which is the name of a group. It has nothing to do with uh, National Public Radio or anything like that. I hate that. This is a group that plays instrumentals, and in most of their music, they weave spoken word stuff into their stuff they've sampled from... Uh, radio broadcasts, historical events, various transmissions. But I'll be playing a track from their new album, Bright Magic, that omits the samples. See what you think. Now, every listener knows how I feel about Aaron Copeland. Naturally, there's going to be some Aaron Copeland in this show. It's a piece called Long Time Ago from the Old American Songs set that he arranged. This is sung by William Parker with a piano accompaniment rather than the orchestra that I've played on previous shows when I've played the William Warfield versions of some of these songs, which have made me weep more times than I could count. Speaking of long time ago, when the album Another Green World by Brian Eno first came out, it was the soundtrack to a weekend that I spent with a young woman named Jody, and it's a beautiful memory, and there's a lot of beautiful music on that album. I want to play something from that in here as well. We're also going to stop in the beautiful world of classic soul ballads. A number called Sad Girl. A lot of people did it, including The Midnighters and um, The Intruders. But my favorite version is done by Jay Wiggins. So naturally, that's the one I'm going to play for you. And you knew the show was going to have at least something by Brian Wilson. I'm going to start the set with this. Hushabye. It was originally written for the Mystics doo-wop group out of Brooklyn, my hometown. Yeah, Brooklyn doo-wop was the goods, man. Jive Five, etc. Anyway, it was written by Doc Pomus and Mort Schumann. And the original version is gorgeous, but listen to what Brian does with it. He takes their original intro and just expands on it to this magical vocal masterpiece, then adds another intro. The way it mounts from the A intro to the B intro to the song itself it's spectacular, I think. And, you know, a lot of people who think the pre-Pet Sounds Beach Boys are kind of lame and dorky, you know, forget it. It's, it's some of the best stuff ever made. And uh, I'm playing the original mono version. A lot of the remixes that have come out since then to try and make it stereo or try and make it uh, sonically updated screw up entirely the relationship between the voices and the instruments that Brian intended. A and B them if you're interested in this kind of thing. The differences are notable. So Brian Wilson's original mono version of Hushabye.
to tie your shoe I'll come running to tie your shoe I'll come running to tie your shoe I'll come running to tie your shoe
Did you miss me? You know, it's been a while, but I was right here for you. I'm always right here for you. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Anyhow, 
couple of songwriters that have written some of the most beautiful songs I know are going to be coming up here. Neil Young from his album Time Fades Away, one of my favorite war horses. going to play a song from that. Then Bill Fay, the incomparable Bill Fay, will follow. And then we're going to wind it up with a track from Kenyon Hopkins. This was from the film The Fugitive Kind with Marlon Brando. It's the closing theme, Triumphant Fugitive. Piece of trivia about that film, by the way, there was a song in it called Blanket Roll Blues with the lyrics by Tennessee Williams, who wrote the screenplay, and Kenyon Hopkins wrote the music. That song was covered by Scott Walker on his album Climate of Hunter, which was in the sort of weird period between his early work and the uh, tilt era and post-Tilt era, and kind of splits the difference, that album. If you haven't heard it, it's an interesting thing to check out. Music is a little affected by 80s sonics, unfortunately, but still, worth hearing. But before we get to any of that, I'm going to play a band that I came upon in a strange way. Back when I was on the Evil Facebook, this thing started going around. It was a photograph of this band, Chastity Belt. It's an all-female band, a quartet, and the picture had them wearing chastity belts. And it was sort of an unflattering picture. It wasn't a glamour shot, but the joke was like, you know, these girls are ugly. They don't need the chastity belt. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And it was really fucking obnoxious. And this thing was going around. And I'm like, like, who are these people that do this? You know, like, what the hell, you know? So I considered posting some kind of reply like don't you know listen to yourselves you fucking idiots you know what i mean but what's the point you know they, they'll just you just get into that and i remember one time when a bunch of the most conspicuous progressives that i knew on facebook were posting all this shit fat shaming and ugly shaming sarah huckabee sanders who was the president's press secretary at the time and i, I called him on it but it don't matter i mean i'm telling you the louder the preaching, the more hidden the oinking, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyhow, this picture's there, this band Chastity Belt, and these obnoxious comments about it. And then I said, well, why worry about that, right? Because, you know, the world's full of them. But what about these girls? What about this band, you know? Uh, I should check them out. And I did. And I really dug their music. I thought it was great. So I think they're beautiful, and I think their work is beautiful. So I'm going to play a track. The song is called Different Now. It's a live recording. I kind of prefer it to the studio recording. The tempo is a little more patient and measured, and I think it, it's more emotional somehow. But see what you think.
your team losing and in your dustbin that blew away but tell it like it is tell it like it is tell it like it is is over. You've arrived at Buckaroo Holiday.
Oh, such grandeur it ends on, huh? Tell you what. Thanks, Kenyon. But, uh, you know, before I was talking about the evil Facebook, and that brought something else to mind I want to talk about just a minute. It's a weird phenomenon, mostly on the YouTube, I guess. It's the reaction video. Now, you know, there's all these things like unboxing videos where people will show you what's in a particular package, like a, a new... Um, game or a new box set of CDs or some shit and they show you all the stuff that comes with it so it stokes this covetousness you know and it's kind of research I guess but the reaction video is really something ostensibly this is I guess people who've never heard a particular artist or a piece of music they listen to it on camera and they react to it real time they describe their take on it etc and um, from what I've seen it's mostly young people discovering classic rock and other older things and I guess the audience for the most part for this stuff maybe I'm wrong but it seems to be old people wanting validation for their tastes you know boomers anxious about their fading hipness along with all the other brutal attrition of aging you know as I've mentioned before I never felt young so I ain't worried about that and God knows I was never hip so I I don't share that particular anxiety but by the way, I know there are other types of these. There's ones where old people listen to hip-hop, say. And I think that's a different thing. That's like uh, almost humorous. Like, <laughs> watch, watch how this fogey reacts to this. You know, I don't know. I guess there's a range of things. A whole range of things, as Jen Psaki would say. Anyhow, these things started showing up on YouTube a while back. And when I was on the evil Facebook, people started posting them on my timeline. Hey, sport, look at this. So, uh, yeah, okay. Looks like that kid enjoyed that song. Cool. Anyway, I was reminded of this recently because I felt like watching the footage of Elvis Presley singing If I Can Dream. This was a song from his 68 comeback special, and it was a tribute to the recently assassinated Martin Luther King Jr. And uh, Elvis, in one of his few acts of defiance towards Colonel Tom Parker, insisted on performing the song on the special. Colonel didn't want to do it. Elvis said, no, I'm doing the song put his foot down, and he did the song. I remember we watched it, and my parents were deeply moved by it. I hadn't thought about it for years until, uh, I don't know, I had my Elvis period back in the late 80s. And I saw it, and I was like, whoa, you know, this is, this is something. So when I went on YouTube to look for this video, the results came up, and it was a thousand reaction videos of young African Americans watching If I Can Dream. And in this case, I actually was kind of struck by it because it was a, uh, I don't know, a generational moment, it seems. You know, the, a lot of people tried to paint Elvis as a racist. There, there are a couple of, like, really horrible lies that were planted by various people for reasons I, I don't know. And these people are watching this video and weeping, blown away by Elvis's talent and blown away by his message, saying they never thought about him this way before. It was an eye-opener. So it sort of redeemed the reaction video genre for me because uh, it sort of seemed Elvis was vindicated. You know, the, the thing he intended to get across was getting across to people all these decades later for what that's worth. All that aside, as great a singer as Elvis was, and I do think he was a great singer, I've seldom heard him or anyone else approach this level of passion. And uh, it is beautiful. If I Can Dream, Elvis Presley.
There must be lights burning brighter somewhere Got to be birds flying higher in a sky more blue If I can dream of a better land Where all my brothers walk hand in hand Tell me why Standing sometime Strong winds of promise That will blow away The doubt and fear If I can dream Of a warmer sun Where hope keeps shining the time for all your tears Your heart may be broken tonight But tomorrow in the morning light Don't let the sun catch you crying Nighttime shadows disappear And with them go 
Jerry and the Pacemakers. The British invasion was a beautiful part of my beautiful Brooklyn childhood. And that was one of the most beautiful songs. Jerry Marsden wrote that one himself. I almost played uh, You'll Never Walk Alone, but I think that's more commonly heard, and uh, Jerry didn't write it. It's a great one, though. Great one. And I don't even follow English football. So that's the second time I think I mentioned Brooklyn on this show. And uh, you know, I mentioned before the doo-wop, Brooklyn doo-wop groups, Jive 5. I should really play Jive 5. I don't think I've ever played this song on Buckaroo Holiday, which kind of blows my mind. It's been my favorite doo-wop song always. It might not be number one anymore. I have some that I've kind of come to love maybe a little more deeply, but still, it's right at the top. The Jive 5, My True Story. Just a masterpiece. Eugene Pitt was a great one, great, great artist. I wrote a song that was dedicated to him called Sing Me to Sleep. Some mutual acquaintance got his address for me to send him the song. I didn't have the guts. I didn't have the guts. I never sent it. Too late now. But thanks for the music, Eugene. Before I give you that, I'm going to play um, another Copeland piece because see, this is Buckaroo Holiday. I'm sorry. That's how it is. This is from the same piece that Buckaroo Holiday itself comes from, Rodeo, Corral Nocturne. And before I play that one, I'm going to play again uh, something I've played a different version of on a previous show, the great, great Judy Sill doing The Kiss. This is her demo for that song. And as much as I love her orchestrations for it, there's something about this unadorned version that ought to grab you. It's a true gem, and speaking of true gems, Thelonious Monk will begin the set with his first recorded version of Round Midnight. And if there's something more beautiful than Round Midnight, I ain't heard it.
Some people might wonder why I'm playing such conventionally beautiful stuff on here. Anybody who hangs out with me knows I listen to some stuff that is definitely not conventionally beautiful. And stuff I consider beautiful sometimes is pretty out there, but um, I don't know. I'm just trying to make it uh, accessible here, you know? I'm trying to get across something that's... Uh, you know, if, if I said beautiful could mean anything, then I could play anything and it would just be a regular show, right? It wouldn't be the theme, so I had to put some boundaries around this thing, for heaven's sake. But let's expand the definition a little bit, because something beautiful is uh, exuberance, don't you think? Like, just joyous abandon itself is beautiful. And, uh, boy, you want to hear a piece of joyous abandon, you want to hear uh, Os Mutantes, the mutants? Oh. This one here is a longtime favorite. Kids used to love it when they were little. And after it, I'll play some stuff that's, uh, you know, a little more conventionally beautiful. I'll play some John Lennon. I'll play some more Brian Wilson. I'll play some Debbie Reynolds. What? What? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I said Debbie Reynolds. Sheesh. Yeah. 
when life is so ugly you could shit. Turn to the beautiful music on Buckaroo Holiday.
John Lennon, not only my favorite John Lennon solo track, the only John Lennon solo track that I like. And I like it a lot. Just not much into his solo stuff, I don't know. Before that, uh, Cabin Essence, the backing track from Smile. I just uh, like listening to it on its own sometimes, it's just so gorgeous. And, And that's it for Brian Wilson, I promise. No more on this show. Tammy by Debbie Reynolds was from the movie entitled Tammy and the Bachelor. And it's a beautiful song, I think. The melody is just incredible. Jay Livingston and Ray Evans wrote that one. And I get that it's uh, really cheesy and really overly sugary and all that. I get that. It's still beautiful. I'm sorry. And even if I wasn't a big fan of the song, I think it was uh, Dave Marsh, the rock critic, who said that he hated it to the point of distraction, that it was his most loathed song, and for that reason alone, gotta play it. And I'm feeling a little bit of time crunch. I wanna finish this show and post it, but uh, I don't wanna rush it, you know what I mean? There's so many songs I'd like to put on a show like this. Obviously, the theme is so sweeping, it's kinda tough to winnow it down to... uh, so I just don't, I'm trying not to even worry about that, you know, I'm just trying to go with the seat of my pants on this thing and just play things I think are beautiful without trying to make any definitive, this is the beautiful stuff thing, you know what I mean? What's the point? So much beautiful stuff, for Christ's sake. Just go back and listen to all the Buckaroo Holiday shows. You want to hear beauty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Now, uh, I don't think we spent much time in the country end of things. Let's go over there. 
Sort of, sort of, you know, not deep country. We just go over to, uh, just to the outskirts, the exurbs, exurban music. Uh, how about some Guy Clark? How about some Glenn Campbell? How about both of them? So for starters, we'll do a Guy Clark song from 2006, and it's called Magdalene. I heard him do this on TV, and it really grabbed me. There's something about it that sets it apart from these kinds of songs. I don't know what it is. It's the way, it's the, the, way the chorus resolves that gets me, I think. Or not so much the resolve of it, but the contours of it. Um, I guess you'll see what I mean, or you won't. <laughs> I ain't gonna talk you into it anyway. I mean, you look like you, you're gonna feel the way I do, or you're gonna feel differently, right? Let's face it, this is how things are. But here it is, Guy Clark Magdalene. But then after that, I'm gonna do Glenn Campbell. And this is Galveston. This is a Jimmy Webb song. And at the time, it was written especially. I said done before about statements. This makes a statement, but it makes a, a subtle kind of statement, a human statement. Jimmy Webb just was talking about uh, a soldier and. Until he gets to cleaning his gun in the song, you don't even know that's what he's talking about. Did I play this in the show before? I probably did. It's a great song. Well, you'll, you'll enjoy it. And then what? Um, I don't know. We'll see, right? Let's, uh, let's get right to Guy Clark. Go while the going's good 
with me, Magdalene. I'm tired of the same old scene. Let's go down to San Miguel. Let's go be somebody else tonight. Come on, Magdalene. There's a greyhound leaving at midnight.
When the motherfuckers are getting you down, let the beautiful music of Buckaroo Holiday wash away their bullshit.
when the sun was on me. He passed her door on a milk white steed. She smiled and she spoke, but he paid no heed. Oh, saucy, as Now she sleeps in the valley. ethereal warbling of John Jacob Niles, who was a folklorist and a composer of songs that became considered folk songs. So authentic were they? And uh, that's an example of his unique and eerie style. What a beautiful song, The Last from the Low Country. And before that, it was Ferdy Grofe's Father of Waters from the Mississippi Suite, played by the Bohunks. Freddie Grofay wrote the Grand Canyon Suite and orchestrated Rhapsody in Blue, among a lot of other works for Paul Whiteman's orchestra. And I I think that's a real pretty period piece, if you'll forgive the alliteration. (laughs) Getting close here, getting close to the end of the show, and I'm not going to have enough time to shove in everything I want, but there'll be more shows. But here's the thing on that. I think I might have just mentioned this on the Patreon, so I better say it here too. I was actually going to drop Podbean, and then I was auto-renewed for another year, so it got paid for. Uh, well, got paid. I paid for it. <laughs> I didn't expect to. I didn't realize I had a auto-renew thing going on. So anyway, the Buckaroo holiday is here for another year. But most of the shows from this point on are going to be put on the Patreon because these people are paying a little bit of money per month, helping to support this, as well as the Tunnel to Towers Foundation and the St. Jude Hospital for Children. And I figure if people are going to do that, then I should put most of my effort into that enterprise. I will post things here occasionally, but not nearly as much as I've been doing. The regular shows are migrating over to there as a rule. And, uh, you know, I'll I'll pop over here every once in a while. Uh, Those of you who want to join at the Patreon, you know, the address is below this on the... uh, Podbean page. You can link to that and you can join for like $3, $5 a month and enjoy those shows. And I'd appreciate it if you did. If you don't, that's fine. But that's where most of my effort will be going from this point on. So for this show, I hope Mark has enjoyed it. I've enjoyed making it. Um, I'm not going to try to do anything definitive at the end here. I'm just going to put a couple more songs that were on my list because uh, maybe I'll stick another. Uh, Buckaroo Extra Show with more of my beautiful spillover on the Patreon. We'll see. 
but uh, right now I'm gonna just do a couple of things. The first one, I think I'll do a piece of uh, movie music. Bernard Herrmann doing the memory waltz from the movie The Snows of Kilimanjaro. And then maybe we'll hear our old pal Paul Robeson doing my beloved Shenandoah. That's gotta be in here. I told you about Shenandoah. It just sends me, man.
Suckers get so far up your ass you could murder a motherfucker. Relax with the beautiful music of Buckaroo Holiday. Yes, indeed, and that will conclude another Buckaroo Holiday. Another Buckaroo Holiday commission at that. Thank you very much, Mark. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you all enjoyed it. I'll see you on the Patreon, or I'll see you back here at some point. I don't know when. I will be visiting some other ideas of beauty on the Patreon so I have a Charles Ives special coming up I know that's gonna attract people in droves but a lot of stuff um, going on over there including a new commission yes another one I've got to talk to the person who's commissioning the show whether she wants it just on the Patreon or shared here on Podbean so we'll see where that goes but I am gonna end tonight with uh, a song by Gus Khan and Aisham Jones. I think it was Aisham, the way you pronounce it. I'll see you in my dreams, an all-time classic favorite of my beloved Aunt Anna. I used to sing it to her. And now it's going to be sung to us by the Four Tunes, one of those vocal groups that was very popular back in the day in the uh, Mills Brothers style. So uh, thanks for listening to Buckaroo Holiday, everybody. Hope it was a beautiful time for you. Here's the Four Tunes.
you in my 